Hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome to Proper Madness. My name is Savvy, and I give a unique perspective on mental health by providing tools, guidance, and knowledge on how we can better understand ourselves as well as our past and present experiences, and in doing so, we can help heal our mental health. I get to speak with a variety of individuals from around the world as they share their stories from their journey through their mental wellness so that it helps others stand strong and use their voice. There is no tea in this teacup. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. Welcome back everyone to Proper Madness. If you're watching this on YouTube, you're probably seeing a teacup in my right hand right now. Um, I just finished recording some tea times and I'll be honest, some of them were a little unhinged. It took me a couple tries to like get something going because for some reason, every time I stop recording and then I try to record, it's always a mess. Lately, something that I have been working on greatly has been energy expenditure, people-pleasing, and setting boundaries. Um, and with that comes understanding how to fill your own cup and what that means. I think a lot of us, for some reason, have this idea in our head that we need to constantly give out energy to people, places, and situations that we somehow deep down subconsciously know are not going to give anything back to us it's almost like a sense of self-abandonment you know we, we tend to want to abandon ourselves through other people because we think that if we give a lot of our energy and our time to everyone and anyone around us that it's implied that they're going to give back to us and that's not always the case unfortunately i think a lot of people like to take um, and that's not me being distrustful of the world. That's me being very realistic. I think like we live in a world where people expect other people to just give to them without giving anything back in return. And that simply by receiving, they're doing the world a favor. And that's, that's not true. I know that in a lot of my past romantic relationships, I saw this play out pretty often. The last person I dated, I, I felt like I was always giving, 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 and I didn't really get what I needed back emotionally a lot of the time, but that was honestly to my own detriment and to my own fault. Um, I think a lot of the reason behind us giving away a lot of our time, sometimes money and resources to people is because we expect people to be like us. And not everyone's going to be like you. Just because you give to someone does not mean that they're obligated to give back sometimes people do it in in a way of like self-manipulation right like they'll give you a lot of things because they want you to give back to them growing up that's kind of how my life was um not in any malicious way it's just that's how my my parents kind of grew up except for my mom my mom was very much like if i give to you you don't need to give anything back to me it's very unconditional my dad, my dad it was very much like if I give you X, Y, and Z, that means you need to do great in school. Otherwise, you don't deserve this love that I'm going to give you. And that's not a bad thing. Um, that's not, it's not to any detriment of his own. That's how he was raised. That's how he's, he just saw it more as a reward system. And that's not a bad thing. It, but what that did is growing up, it kind of, it allowed me to believe that giving and receiving love 
was conditional. That you could only give love to someone if there was something in it for you. Um, and I didn't always know that, I think, consciously. But as I got older, I started to see that play out. So a lot of the men that I would date, um, it was very much... If I didn't do what they wanted me to do, I was, quote, unlovable. And yes, that would qualify as abuse in some way emotionally. Unfortunately, sometimes um, in other ways, not, not physically, like, in any crazy violent way, but I think you kind of get the drift. It was tit for tat, right? If you didn't do X for me, I wouldn't give you Y. I think a lot of us grew up thinking... That if we don't do something for someone, they're not going to love us back. That if we don't show them or give to them in the ways that we expect for that to be given back, it means that they don't love us. A lot of us just have very different ways of expressing love, of giving love, and that's okay. But there does come times where some people do just want to take because they, they don't know how to give. All they've experienced is giving. So once someone actually gives them love, they're like, oh, cool. <laughs> I'm just going to receive all of this because I've never really received any of this before. And this kind of feels really good. But then when it comes down to actually giving back, they kind of hit a little bit of a wall where they don't know how to give back. They don't know what it's like to give love. Or if they do, they do it in ways that they expect and have been preconditioned to give love. And I think sometimes a lot of us mistake that for manipulation, or we mistake that for abuse, or we mistake that for narcissism, or gaslighting, or any of the many other words that are being used against people left and right for anything and everything. Um, we mistake different types of love for someone not loving us back. And sometimes we assume that because we've given love, we need it back. Here's where that comes into play in regards to setting boundaries and energy depletion, codependency, all of that. So I think some of my close friends might know this about me. Um, I am incredibly spiritual. Um, my journey with spirituality has been very vast. It's been very long. It's been something that I'm still discovering, but at the end of the day, what I have discovered in life and in myself is one very important thing. Everything in our lives is energy. Whether you want to call that energy God, whether you want to call it the universe, whether you want to call it science, aliens, whatever the heck you believe in. For me, I believe in God. And I believe that with that comes a lot of energy that we hold within ourselves. And with that energy, comes a lot of different ways that we can use it. Some people use that energy to help people. Some people use it to take from people. Some people just use it because they're selfish. We all need to hold some more energetic boundaries when it comes to our lives and the people that we choose to spend time with. A lot of the times, the people who drain you are the ones who are just trying to get something from you. It's because they need your energy in some capacity and some way to help benefit them. And it's not always malicious, like about 95% of the time, I don't think people are aware that they're doing it or are aware that they're 
and you know energy vampires if that's what you want to call it i think at some point in our lives we have all been an energy vampire towards someone without knowing it when our cup is not full because we're not filling it and we're not catering to us and we're not understanding our needs and we're not feeling filled up in our soul then by default when you spend time with someone who is you're going to drain them of that energy because it's going to make you feel alive. This is going to sound cuckoo and I don't care if you believe it or not, but we are energetic beings, right? Everything in our lives is energy. Prayer, magic, manifestation, all of those things. It's all energy. If you're scientific, you know that everything is energy. Everything is matter. Everything is connected in that way. So if you think about it from that standpoint, then who you surround yourself with, who you put your time and energy into, and what you put your time and energy into, is what is going to directly influence how you feel and think about yourself and the world around you. Think about it. When you're in a really shitty mood, you want to talk to God and you want to let him know, hey, this is what I'm going through. This is what I'm feeling. This is what I'm thinking and I need your help. That's the same thing as manifestation. It's praying and talking about what you want, putting your desire and your intention out there, surrendering, giving it to God, and then letting it go. Magic is the same thing. It's putting your intention out there, using certain elements in order to get that intention out there, and then letting it go. And letting the laws of the universe or the powers that be dictate what's supposed to happen, what's not supposed to happen. There's a lot of debate about that stuff. That's not what this podcast is about. Whether you choose to believe in it or not, your energy and your intention is what matters in your life. If you do not have the right intention towards someone, how do you think that's going to be translated to another person when they're when it's on the opposite end? They're going to feel your intention. They're going to feel what you're thinking, what you're feeling to some extent, in some way. When you choose to consciously give parts of yourself to people, places, and situations that are not serving you and are gonna to continue to drain you, you're giving them your energy. You're giving them, that, you're giving them that life force in you that you have spent so much time in saving up for yourself. It's kinda of like spending money, right? If you think about it, if you're in debt financially, you're most likely in energetic debt, which means you overgive, you overgive and you overgive. If you're very financially frugal and you're very financially well off, you might be a little bit more energetically selfish. It's the same. It's the same thing. I have been into like this sort of side of energy and mysticism, if you call it, in spirituality for a long time. I believe in God. I believe in a higher power. Um, that is what I believe. I'm not overtly religious, but I do I do like to do a lot of research on it. Uh, me and my brother actually yesterday were talking about occultism. <laughs> that might be something that I start to do more research on. And, um, I'm also very into, I've gotten into like runes and Stuff like that, because I think it's kind of cool to see how that plays into energy and your intention. That's what anything and everything is. But with that comes 
upholding boundaries, right? So like, if you think about your energy and where you put it and where you're not gonna put it, you also need to think about the boundaries that you uphold with yourself and other people. I can say comfortably that last year I dated someone who had great boundaries, energetically, mentally, and emotionally. When they were done, like, <laughs> when they were done mentally and emotionally, they knew where their cap was at and when they needed to kind of like shut a conversation down because they felt themselves getting drained. And my God, did I respect the hell out of them for that. And that's something that I learned. That's actually something I used to do all the time and people used to make fun of me. Um, I very often will Irish goodbye situations. Like if I'm, if I'm in a conversation with someone and I feel that it's just draining me, I don't care what's happening in that situation. If it's no longer serving me and I'm starting to feel a little drained and I'm like, okay, I'm not driving with this. I legitimately will be like, okay, I gotta, I gotta go. I gotta go. My grandfather used to do this too, where when we'd have guests over at our, at his house, um, if he was done with the guests staying there. He would, I don't know if, I don't think he was ever actually asleep. He would like fall asleep on the couch and then they'd probably, they'd have to just get up and leave. And then one time he actually went and like stood by the door, I think. Um, either way, those are boundaries, right? Like, I think a lot of us assume that we're going to be mean or rude if we tell someone no, or if we tell someone we're uncomfortable, or if we verbalize in some way, shape, and form that we no longer want to partake in a certain situation or the opposite of that, right? Which is like, if your needs aren't being met in a certain dynamic, say something. If you want to speak to someone more, tell them. If you don't want to speak to them as much, tell them. If you want to spend more time with them, tell them. If something that they're doing or saying is coming across kind of weird, maybe speak up and tell them. About 90% of the time, people aren't holding enough boundaries for themselves and other people. people. People are not catering to their own needs anymore. They're not speaking up and telling people what they want. It's almost like everyone's just trying to play it cool because they think that's better for them. But energetically, that's actually just going to drain you even more. Because if you're not speaking up, you're not setting a boundary. And then in turn, that's like some form of people-pleasing too. Um, everyone has like new, new Year's resolutions that they're doing. I don't believe in those. And I think I've talked about that a few times, um, like everywhere on social media. <laughs> on social media. Uh, because for me, I have intentions. And the intentions that I'm carrying right now are filling my own cup daily, monitoring my energy expenditure mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, understanding what my no's are, meaning like understanding what I don't want to do and what I do want to do. Understanding my body. This is a big one. I think that a lot of us need to realize. The more present you are with yourself and in tune with your body and in tune with how you're feeling and what your body is feeling, the more you're gonna to start to understand what your body knows is a yes and what your body knows is a no. And this is also your intuition to some degree. Um, we all have this, women are more in tune with their intuition than men, but men can do this too. If your body is saying it's a no, 
then it's a no. Don't try to mentally convince yourself it's a yes because nine times out of 10 when you do, you end up being right anyways that it was a no to begin with and you're going, well, shit. I should have listened in the first place. Boundaries are okay to uphold in that way through your body. Tr like, trust your body. Your body has so much more knowledge within it than you even realize. Truthfully, if you're spiritual and you're in, in tune into some spirituality, then you know this. When you're present in your mind and you're present in your body, your body will speak for you. When your mind tries, tries to rationalize through fear, trauma, or whatever the heck else comes up for you mentally. Uh, nine times out of 10, when your body is having some sort of visceral reaction to your environment, it's because you're not listening and it's literally screaming at you going, hello? <laughs> I'm trying to tell you something and you're not, you're not listening. Um, like a little kid, if a little kid's throwing a tantrum and you're ignoring the little kid, it's just gonna get louder and louder and louder. Like the more you ignore your body, the louder it's going to get. So back to my intentions for the year. My intentions for the year have not only been those things, but also to listen to my body more, to listen to my own needs more, to speak up for my needs, to set boundaries, and to be more selfish, but not in a bad way, in a healthy way. Now, sometimes it can be really scary to like speak up for your needs like that and tell someone, hey, I don't wanna do this, or hey, I do wanna do this. Because we get scared that if we do set those boundaries or speak up for ourselves in some kind of way, that it's some sort of confrontation or it's gonna start an argument and it's not. When you speak up for yourself in that way, what that's doing is it's honoring yourself and honoring the love and respect that you have for your own needs. And that in turn allows other people to do the same for you. The more you neglect your own needs and the more you disrespect yourself of what you want and what you don't want, it allows other people to do that to you back. It allows other people to treat you the way that you treat yourself. If you don't uphold the same respect that you have for yourself through other people, then people are just gonna walk all over you all the time. You know, I told my brother the other day because, you know, he was having a hard time uh, in school and he just felt really drained. And there's like one particular person in his life right now that's draining him. And I told him, I go, when's the last time you filled your own cup? He was like, what? I was like, yeah, I go, when's the last time you actually took a day for yourself and you didn't try to cater to anyone else's needs but your own? You didn't go do something because you want to seem like a good person. You didn't go try to help someone out because you said you would, even though deep down you really don't want to. You just catered to your own needs in a selfish way that's healthy. And he's like, I don't know. I really don't remember the last time I did that. And so I told him, I go, well, what would that look like for you if you were to just do what you want to do and not think about how other people would perceive it. And he goes, I don't know. And so it took him some time and, and he goes, yeah, he goes, I don't think I've, I've been filling up my own cup. I go, yeah, he goes, I just wanna fill up other people's cups. I'm like, but are you filling up cups of other people who have holes at the bottom? We have a lot of people in our lives that have cups with holes at the bottom and they don't always know it, but it's because they aren't filling their own cup. If someone else is not filling their own cup in some way, 
shape or form. To be honest, like we all should be filling our own cup up mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically. If another person isn't doing that, then when you get together, some person's going to take from the other person in some way. And that's not a healthy dynamic. Romantically, friendships, or in family. Um, if you're... If you both have cups that are full, then you can pour into each other and you'll never feel empty. You'll always feel nourished in some way. And then you can grow together. You can have something beautiful where you, maybe you, you fill each other up so much, you're overflowing with all of that energy that you can give into other spaces in your life. And you're like a better version of yourself. And it's, su it's such a beautiful thing when that does happen. And that's how it should be. But not everyone is doing that. So if you're filling up your own cup and you're noticing that the people around you aren't, monitor your energy and where it's going. I notice that if, say I have a really long, busy day and I'm pouring all this energy into one thing or another and I'm like, man, I'm not getting anything back from this. If I'm not getting anything back from this emotionally, mentally, spiritually, financially, what am I doing? Oh, I'm self-abandoning by pouring so much into everything else when I'm not being fulfilled in some way. Now, this is a little different, right, in some ways. For me, Community service fulfills me emotionally and spiritually. So that doesn't count, right? It's not like I'm going there and I'm like, oh my God, I'm spending all this time and I'm not getting anything back. No, you know what I'm getting back from it? Seeing people who don't have food in their homes, being able to have food in their homes and then that fulfills me emotionally. Me and my brother um, go to this food pantry like once a month and we volunteer there. And for us, it's just really fulfilling spiritually. That's different. That's different because it's giving back in a different way and it fills you up in some way, capacity or form. You're not doing it, giving away parts of yourself feeling miserable. That would be some energetic depletion there. Hey guys, so of course, as I was recording this podcast, my DSLR um, decided to shut off right in the middle of recording, so we're going to have to cut this episode short. But essentially what I was saying and illuminating on is that we need to always know and understand where our energy is going and where it's coming from, as well as the intention behind it too. Um, I feel like a lot of the times if you ever struggled with codependency in your life, it's tough to know the difference between wanting to give your energy because you truly want to connect or wanting to give your energy because you feel obligated to do so. So in my opinion, just keep an eye on both of those things and be very selfish with your energy. Being selfish with your energy does not mean you're a bad person. It doesn't mean that you're a selfish individual. Um, it just means that you know and care about yourself so much and so deeply that you want to give the best version of yourself to other people in a way that's showing up authentically from who you are to them. That way you feel more connected to each other. So if you're watching this on YouTube, I'm so sorry. There's no video of my wonderful face. Um, and if you're listening to this on anywhere audio, then don't worry about it. But um, 
yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions, please feel free to DM me and follow me on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Um, you know where to find me. Follow me. Do the things. Be sure to subscribe and like and follow this podcast. And also give me a rating so that way um, it appears to more people who may need this. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day and we'll talk soon. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, you have to go through the eye of the storm to see the clear horizon ahead. Thanks so much, guys, and I'll see you next week.